Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Inside Scoop. My name is Neil Crawford. I'm your host and also the founder of Anytime Soccer Training. Now I know what you're thinking. It's been a while since I hopped into the closet and produced another one of these podcasts. And I gotta tell you, between being a soccer dad, a regular dad, a soccer parent, a regular parent, coach, private trainer, and budding entrepreneur, the podcast is always that thing that even though I enjoy it a lot, is always that thing that gets put on the back burner. As a matter of fact, this particular show is going to be short and sweet because when I woke up this morning, I said, you know what? I want to try to be consistent. I have a lot of longer shows, heavier shows lined up, but I can't wait until I get all my thoughts together to, to produce those longer shows. So what I'm going to do is drop a few shows of things that are just on my mind things I read, things I hear about that I want to add my own perspective to it from the parent trainer's perspective and add some clarity because these points that I will make in this show and a few other shows like this will tie in to the longer shows that I will drop uh, later on this year. And those longer shows that I will drop later on this year are going to fall into two big buckets, which is sort of unpopular opinions that I have horrible for sales, but unpopular opinions that I have. And another big bucket is going to be, it's kind of, it's a little bit of overlap with unpopular, probably unpopular opinions, but adding nuance to uh, controversial conversations that we have quite often on Facebook. So what am I talking about? So a, con a controversial conversation that we may have on Facebook that's, that I want to add new nuance to maybe early sports specialization. And then, you know, unpopular opinion could be dealing with, you know, um, I don't even know, something where something like early, um, late being a late bloomer or something, in my, my opinion about that. So I have a lot of unpopular opinions that I actually don't share that very often, and I'm going to share with you guys. And then I have some nuance that I try to share, but it just never lands well on social media that I want to share with you guys that maybe we can build a better appreciation through the through the uh, Facebook group. And uh, we can build a better appreciation, excuse me, through the podcast so that we can have more fruitful conversations on the Facebook group. And I keep saying the Facebook group, if you're not a member of the Anytime Soccer Training Parents Facebook group, I encourage you to do so. Join the group uh, and engage in the conversation. And I can be a bit of, a bit of uh, I don't know, I think one of the people said, uh, one of the members said, you know, I can be a bit of a debater. And I try to control that impulse um, because oftentimes I'm behind my keyboard just laughing but I do like challenging conventional wisdom and so I like my wisdom challenging one of the problems I have is you know I, I enjoy the dialogue so much that I probably take it a little too far so I apologize for that um so so yeah definitely join the Facebook group and let's engage in a conversation and if you're not familiar with anytime soccer training I breathe like that because I really want you guys to experience what I'm experiencing right now when using Anytime Soccer Training with my own sons and the kids that I train. It has well over, uh, you know, 1,000. It will end up being about 5,000 training videos as, as well as um, 101 fun soccer games. And it goes step by step. I was just watching... Um, 
I was training some kids and, and was just watching another trainer do his thing. And, and that trainer definitely had more um, insight and was able to demonstrate the moves that he was doing with the kids better than me because I didn't grow up playing soccer. But when I hit the field, it's like I have a ready-made task list. So I'm not wondering what I'm going to do next. I'm not trying to remember what this particular child or my particular child did last week or yesterday. They're just following a cur curriculum. And I'm confident that uh, it once they finished over 150 ball mastery videos and then the over uh, you know 20 essential ball mastery videos, they all go step by step and break each move down into its individual uh, video and then combines into a larger video. I'm so confident if they get through that curriculum, they will advance and be very, very much more confident, I should say, on the ball. And then if you do that across the spectrum of the curriculum, so you do that with ball mastery, then you do that with juggling, then you do that with figure eight, and then you do that with five-star dribbling, and then you do that with two-cone ball mastery, and you do that with passing, and then you do that with finishing, and then you obviously do that with dribbling and 1v1, opposed and unopposed. Once you get through the curriculum, you will master the ball. And I just want people to experience it. And that's why we made it absolutely free to join. And you can see everything that the uh, curriculum has to offer. And then you get seven days to just see it all, kick the tire. And then it's uh, only $49 a year to, to, to enjoy the entire, the entire program. So if you if you haven't uh, joined Anytime Soccer Training, please do that. Uh, Anytime-soccer.com, create a free account. And you can see what I'm talking about. And then I have a personal favor to ask to my loyal listeners. And this is just a straight up personal favor. And you probably know who you are. If you are using the app or if, uh, yeah, if you're using the application, right, then definitely send me your feedback on Facebook. But I would love to give um, the first 10 people that share a clip, it can be five seconds, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, the first 10 people that share a clip of them using the application on the Facebook group, I would love to give them a $10 Amazon gift certificate. I know it's not much, but hey, I'm a solopreneur, but that is just as a way to share my appreciation for you because we do need to build some social proof because if you're using the application, then you know how, how much of a benefit it is. And if you're using this application, you've probably tried similar applications and you probably have come to the realization that I came through came to that, boy, this thing definitely ticks a lot of the boxes that others don't, not discrediting others, but the others don't. So definitely go on the Facebook group, share a 10 second clip and collect, and then I'll, I'll reach out to you and collect your $10 gift certificate okay so now let's get on to the show and again this is going to be a very short one and it's a very specific thing that i want to talk about and we're going to get a little deep here but this i want to talk about this concept because this concept is going to rear its ugly head when we get to a a longer and more broader conversation about burnout and and what burnout looks like and and what burnout means to me and what burnout means to you as it relates to youth sports. Okay. So it's not uncommon, especially on social media, to hear parents of youth soccer players proclaim that their child loves 
soccer. Again, it's not uncommon to go on social media and, and hear a parent proclaim how much their child love, loves soccer. And this show is not about being critical on that. I think that's a great thing. You, you know, you're just talking about your child and how much they love something. So it's not that, not that deep. But the parent trainer in me and just the analytical person in me, if I was being completely honest with that person, I would reply back, actually, and everybody hates the actually guy. Your child loves to play more than likely. If your child is anything like mine, your child in loves to play and you have enrolled them in soccer. And therefore, they love playing soccer this is this is um this is a very weird thing why why are you splitting hairs well when we get to the burnout conversation it will make a little bit more sense but i just want to make this very nuanced point today and then let's just talk about but there's a difference between loving to play soccer right and loving soccer and i would even go even further to say there's a difference between loving soccer and loving the ball loving how the ball feels on your feet just loving the ball and so then you get into sort of how am i defining love and i actually take two sort of i guess you say a, a modern definition of love that everybody's familiar with and then I grew up in the in a, in a church tradition, and so I also take more of a biblical definition of love. So the first thing we're going to do is let's just start with the sort of modern textbook definition of love. So as you can imagine, there's several different definitions of love. I, I'm going to take the second verb definition where, and let me just pull up my notes where it says, you know, I like or enjoy very much. So someone loves dancing right they love dancing they like and enjoy it very much and i think that is what we are seeing with the majority of our children they love playing and you just put them into soccer okay so that's that's one definition but i tend to take a biblical more of a biblical definition for this purposes of love especially as it relates to soccer and self-improvement and getting better at something that is not often talked about. And there's no one consensus, as you can imagine, most biblical definitions of things or just interpretations of a lot of source documents, a lot of different languages putting together and then within the context of, of a broader um, scripture or whatever. So there's no one definition of, of a biblical sort of love but one general consensus is, and again, I got to look at my notes is, you know, a person or a deity expresses love through sacrifice and unconditional commitment. Now, I'll throw a lot at you there, so I feel like I'm in church, but let me just, let me say that again. So a deity or a person demonstrates their love for you or demonstrates their love for something through 
self-sacrifice and an unconditional commitment. That is the love that I think about if I were to ever say that my sons love soccer, which I never do. I am trying to foster a love of soccer. So when I say I'm trying to foster a love of soccer, what I'm really saying is I want to, number one, make sure they enjoy it the same way someone enjoys dancing. So they get, so you got to have the play and all that normal stuff. But I'm also trying to foster a love of soccer for them through developmentally appropriate self-sacrifice and developmentally appropriate unconditional commitment. That to me is, so when I start talking about, if you ever see me go on Facebook saying my child, if you were to see me on Facebook proclaiming my child loves soccer, it would probably be a, it will probably be a result of my child demonstrating some level of, of sacrifice. And my oldest one is actually beginning to do that a lot, actually, a whole lot. Uh, my younger one, and, and he's really young. He's not, he's nowhere near that. But my older one is beginning to do that. Hey, hey, dad, tomorrow I want to get up early before the sun is out and it gets too hot and I want to do these things um, to get better. Okay, no problem. That's self-sacrifice. Now I use the same, I'll use the same analogy. He he plays in this little futsal. It's more of a pickup thing, but it's like a little futsal thing. And the dad who uh, organized the team does these optional um, practices on Fridays. And they play with the other, he practices with all of the kids on the two different teams. Well, my son really enjoys going to those practices because the I mean, it's a dad, right? So the practices are mainly just playing um, and scrimmaging against each other. But I would not, I would not look at that and say, uh, oh, he, because of that, he loves soccer. Now, I hope I haven't lost you. Let me give you one, two more examples and then we'll, and then, and then I'll tell you why I'm telling you this. You know, I think I said this in one podcast. It would almost be like saying, my child loves school. My child loves school. And then when you say that, you know, you may be thinking they love learning, but only to find out that they only love recess and, and, uh, and lunch. Well, that's not loving school. That's just loving recess and lunch. So that's a miss understanding of what's going on in your child's mind and then uh, I use another one it's almost like if you're married and your wife and your wife cooks for you and brings you all the um brings you all your food and brings you your beer and all you got to do is sit on the couch and do nothing and then you say I love marriage well that's not that's not real marriage marriage is ups and downs and struggles and sacrifices and humility and all that kind of stuff that's that's marriage, right? You just love these things that this your partner is doing for you. And so the list goes on and on between making a distinction between demonstrating a real love for something and enjoying something. So now, why am I saying all this? Because I think part, there are a lot of reasons why parents stress their kids completely out when it comes to youth soccer and youth sports in general, 
And I think one of the many reasons is because they misdiagnose the behaviors of their children, right? So they think their child loves soccer. And if you think a child loves soccer, you're going to throw as much soccer at them as they, as you think they can take, because you think they love it. Where in actuality, your child loves playing. Your child loves being around their friends. My child loves being outside. Um, and I, because I'm interested in soccer, have funneled that love into organized soccer. But there may be a day, and it will most likely be a day when they say, Dad, I don't want to be on that field all day like that. And I got to be comfortable saying, no problem. And what I won't be doing is saying to myself, yeah, but you used to love soccer. What happened? Because I know that, you know, just because you enjoy playing something a lot and you may enjoy it more than other kids enjoy it does not meet my two definitions of love. Love is, an, you know, enjoyment of something. And love is what sacrifices are you willing to make uh, and what commitments are you willing to uh, sign up to in order to do this thing and make this thing which you say you love uh, work, right? And I think when we get into, I'm getting into a longer conversation with, about burnout, I think a lot of times, you know, uh, the conversations around burnout a lot of the conversation is, is conversations are confused because you have a person who is effectively saying, boy, there was a child of mine who loved this thing. Then I pushed them too much and now they don't love it anymore. And I would say, no, you had a child who enjoyed it. You pushed them as if they loved it. They never loved it. And as they got older and, was, and were able to make their own choices, they came to you and fortunately you probably didn't push them. You probably created a relationship with them. And that's a good thing where they were open enough. They felt open enough and empowered enough to tell you, no, I don't want to do this anymore. So we're going to get into a longer conversation about burnout, but that's, and I'm kind of rambling. I hope, um, hope you follow, follow what I'm saying. So I'm very, very cognizant about what is going on, or at least what I'm thinking is going on in my boy's head. And I can say for my boys right now, they enjoy playing. And I have funneled that enjoyment into structured soccer. I am trying to foster a love for the game through deliberate practice, you know, commitment, self-sacrifice at their level. But I make no mistakes and no illusions that they love soccer, right? Because that comes with a demonstration of your love when times are hard, when times are good, when times are bad. And that can only be um, determined, in my opinion, when they're old enough to make that decision for themselves. And so as a parent, I, I do a lot of I work with them and that's well documented, but I don't, mm, I don't wanna ramble too much, but I don't assume anything other than what it is. And my expectation is if they are normal, rational people, that there will become a day when they say, dad, I don't want to spend this much time on the soccer field. And I'm going to be like, 
cool. Thank you. You just saved me $3,000 a year and or three to $5,000 a year and a lot of time. What do you want to do? All right. So that's my soapbox today. I hope you were able to follow me. And remember, this is a precursor into some other deeper conversations we're going to have. And it's so hard to explain that I was probably all over the place. But I just wanted to get something out there to say, hey, I'm still alive. I'm still out here. I'm still pushing. Um, and also just have a slightly more nuanced conversation as it relates to youth soccer as a, as a um, microcosm of, of life in general. So again, this is Neil Crawford. Thank you for listening to the Inside Scoop. Remember, collect your $10 Amazon gift certificate by sharing any um, post of your child putting in the work using the Anytime Soccer Training application. Thanks for listening and let's get better together. Thank you.